1: Welcome to the Ralph Report with Ralph Garman.
0: Well, hello there, boys and girls. Welcome to the Ralph Report, a brand new show. For a brand new day, it is Tuesday, October 17th. The year is 2023.
1: During the break, Larry Boa, Cameron Rupp, they were both arguing with the home plate umpire,
0: Carlos Torres. and that Torres threw him out of the game.
2: Yep.
1: Threw him out. Threw him out. Yeah.
0: All hell, Larry Boa. It is right to give scrappy Larry Boa (laughs) thanks and praise, just like it's right for you guys to be joining us here today on The Ralph Report. The Ralph Report. Some cruelty is fine. That's right. Yeah. Some cruelty is fine.
3: Eddie enjoys most
0: cruelty, actually, but just not when
1: it comes to baby cows. Little baby cows. That's where he draws the line. They don't deserve it. Why don't we eat little baby chickens? I wait till they get full grown. I'll eat the egg. Yeah, but no, that's, not, but, that's but I don't believe, the, but that's not a, that's not a life. Oh, well, I, I don't see how believe. it is. I
0: see how life
1: begins at birth.
0: I see how political you're going to get on today's show. <laughs> Boys and girls, thank you so much for joining us today. I think we got a hell of a show lined up for you. because
2: on the counter. You want to know why?
0: Tuesdays are always jam packed. We're going to twist our tongues. Mm. This one's going to be a rough. Oh, so exciting. We'll wait and see tv tunes tuesday of course a deep dive into one of your favorite all-time theme songs from a television show we'll talk about the show as well we got holiday or holiday we got your phone calls entertainment news holy crap wow so much what a value this show is for as little as 15 cents a day we're just jamming content into every orifice in your body easy you can thank us later no Let's get the introductions out of the way. I'm your old podcast pal. My name's Ralph Garman. It's got a motherfucking sitting here in the Batcave with me.
1: Mm. Oh, God, it's like you're taking <laughs> a dump. What are you doing? Is. What is that? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm you need some I'm fiber. You, you need some fiber in your diet, man. Helping you out for the show.
0: <laughs> it is. The rear admiral himself, the sheriff of Ghost Town, the mayor of Myrtle Beach, the victim of vandalism, Ugh. the Yahoo of Yellowstone, he's the Dilf Pickle, he's Nipsey Muscle, he's. Holy Goff, holy God. Oh, he's also Eddie Pence. Hey, everybody.
3: Woo! You fiend. <laughs> Yo, ho Eddie? What's going
1: on, my man? Oh, what is happening? Uh, That's what I asked you. I'm trying to think what's happening. I'm asking you Since what's yesterday, happening. yesterday, nothing's happening. I asking you. Oh, I'm trying to get my. I'm not. I'm
0: not asking you I... that. Remember, <laughs> remember idea from Joe versus the volcano. No, he... I'm not asking you that. <laughs> I'm not telling. I'm asking. I'm not telling you
1: that. All right. What's going on? Um, my your, domain. Domain name. Do-name. My domain. My domain name. EddiePence.com right what you do leaps and bounds with i'm so sure. much i am so you're constantly up updating my... that website i know you
0: can't keep it fresh well, our pal jen takes do. care of it for me she, oh. she helps me out i literally did i was joking i didn't even know you have a website i do
1: have oh eddiepence.com well i figured That's that I'm talking you just about said that.
0: it but yeah. is there content on there do yeah, you have stuff yeah, yeah, on yeah. there there's
1: content what's on there i have a link to this show you can get there to this show from there can you get to the to website from, from the RalphReport.com no, website? I doubt that.
0: Well, we'll hook that up. I, I didn't even it. know you had a thing. What's well, on I might there? not
1: because I'm having all this problem with my domain name. Uh-oh, what happened? Okay, what happened was I bought it through GoDaddy like years ago. Sure. Just the name, the domain name, eddiepence.com. eddiepence.com. It's yours. You own it. Right. And so every three years you get a thing. Hey, you got to re-up it, re-up yeah. it. Whatever. Yeah. So I, I was doing that. you. And then apparently they sold it to some other company called Enom 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 and then enom sold it to cyrus hosting so it's just been passed around all like, these like years a, like a digital just whore. a digital hoe bag just being passed <laughs> passed around virtually around and so now i got another thing saying hey it, it expired on it was expiring on october 14th so like the last three weeks i've been trying to like contact this cyrus hosting which is based in canada and the guy that i keep talking to has no idea how to access my domain name for me to re-up the thing so well, i've been making sense there nothing they're, makes sense they're housing it they're I know, it but he can't access the file so i went back to enom and enom's like okay what well, you need to do because he was basically saying the guy from cyrus was a moron mm. so he's like uh, the guy at enom was like he just let it expire you'll have 30 days then contact me and then we'll just re-register it right i'll just i'll just go back to enom and then I'll, what i'll do is i'll have it unlocked and then i can just combine everything under wix.com which is where i have my website hosted this is a whole fucking nah, mess. I, this is all anyway, way beyond me. Anyway, I can't get in touch with the Enom guy now. Oh no, Enom is missing. It's Enom's missing cuz I keep going like favorite Star Trek episode. <laughs> missing Enom? Spunk. Enom is missing. He's gone. We have to find him. So I can't I keep calling the number and it just takes me to an automated thing and then hangs up on me. So I have no way to redo re up my domain name. Oh. So I'm going to have to become like some other it's gonna eddiepence.com is gonna to go to somebody else, and I'm gonna have to figure out how to. So I could literally buy eddiepence.com right. and squat on it. Yeah. And put up like all kinds of like weird shit. It's just weird me killing baby cows like, like, and shit. Just eating veal. Like,
0: like <laughs> to piss me off. Like guys sucking on porcupines and stuff and do all kinds of weird shit. Yeah, do all that. And yeah. Make that eddiepence.com. That'd be great. You'd be burnt. Job,
1: broil. Yeah, it would be so, yeah. so It's I annoying. The
0: whole thing's annoying. That's very frustrating.
1: It's very, I can't get in touch with anybody.
0: I'm sorry to hear
1: you're going so, through that. That's what I've been dealing with the last
0: literally two weeks. Aren't there people you can put on the case... This uh, is not, much like you're missing Apple Watch. Shouldn't you get a professional to I handle this hire a private eye instead of you? Guy, you being the guy, I got to find a watch and then get my domain. No, there name may be a right. digital guy who
1: re, who specializes in this. and knows on what it. they're
0: doing. You're not, you don't know. I don't know.
1: You don't. know. All I did was make some phone calls, and I'm being put in circles. Well, don't so, be put in circles. I'm put in circles. We don't want you to be put in circles. Well, that's what's happening. <laughs> I mean, put in circles, and I hate it. I hate being in circles
0: <laughs> every day. It's a new New catchphrase from our man Eddie <laughs> Pence. Well, that sounds very frustrating. So frustrating, and I hope it uh, gets resolved uh, shortly. I'm going to try to resolve it sometime this week on behalf hopefully. of everyone. I'm sure. Here's my. Here's what I'm getting at.
1: Yeah.
0: I guarantee. Hold on one second. Let me find Just that. Find I it. I got to find that it. button. Stock guarantee. There is a Garmi member out there whose job it is literally.
3: To, to do a, exactly assassinate people
0: at Cyrus Hosting. No, to no. do exactly what you're looking well, for, which the, is somebody who can
1: hunt down and detangle this Gordian knot of virtual nonsense. I would appreciate it because it's been like the last two and a half weeks of my life have been every day I'm on the phone trying to deal with these people, and they're just morons, and no one no, no one can talk to anybody else.
0: All right, Garmy, we're putting up the Gar signal right now. <laughs> we need your help. <laughs> so much. Time. Somebody in the Garmy who knows the ins and outs of the world of digital and, and domains. If you could please reach Eddie Pence, I believe he still has an email address. I
1: do. Unless Cyrus is fucking me over with that.
0: Eddie at the Ralph Report.com. Lend a hand because the boy's just spinning. Out I'm in of so many circles right now. <laughs> he was put in circles. I'm put in circles. Let's man. pull him out of the circles and put him in some squares or some <laughs> triangles, please. I'm more comfortable in a rectangle. Do that if you would as a personal favor to me, because thank you. it's hard to watch him and his eyes spinning around in his ah, head. So man when he talks about this. So stuff. so man. So thank you so much. Speaking of Garmy members, hey, tonight's the night. If you're a four-star general, we want you to join us, 7 p.m. here in the Cave. Don't miss it. We'd love to hang out with you and have you watch us record
3: the show live.
0: Oh. It's always a good time, and it gives me a chance to have a cocktail. So uh, by all means, please.
3: I'd love to ride on the drinking board. And I
0: can't really do it unless you come join us yes. here. Click on the link I sent out via Crowdcast, and we'll see you tonight, 7 p.m., all you four stars. All right, before we get into the show today... Mm-hmm. I want to revisit a show, the show on Friday because I've had a lot of people reaching out. I just briefly mentioned this cat. Okay. And folks were like, well, what? Is this a, is this a real thing? Did you make that up? What's going on? I'm talking hmm. about J.J. Arms. Oh, the detective. The private detective with no arms. The armless detective. The ironically named J.J. Arms. <laughs> people were saying, you said he was a real detective, but he's a toy, and what, what's your deal okay. with this guy? So I wanted to straighten out and do a little quick bio on my man jj arms who by the way is still with us at the age of 91 oh good for him jj arms is still hanging around (laughs) no (laughs) not by his arms no pun intended (laughs) uh he's out of el paso texas now here's the thing jj arms came about in an era in the 1970s where fact-checking wasn't a big thing, yeah. where nobody was really concerned about letting the truth get in the way of a good story. Sure. And he took full advantage of that to sort of create his own myth, okay. if you will, which became very fruitful for him financially. Okay. But I'll give you the quick rundown. He was born Julian Armas, <laughs> a Mexican-American in uh, in El Paso, Texas. Okay. When he was a kid, he was playing with some explosives that were found oh. in a on a railroad uh, depot. He and his friend, and they were uh, throwing two what they're called to- torpedo sticks together. Oh this is what they use to detonate um, land in order to lay down railroad track and things like that.
1: He shouldn't be playing with
0: these. No, things. he should not. Eddie Pence. This is if you take it. Nothing else away from the story of JJ <laughs> okay. Arms. It's don't play with explosives well, he's as a torpedo child.
1: torpedo sticks alone.
0: Uh, They detonated, and they uh, blew both of his hands off. Oh, my God. So he had both hands amputated at the mid-forearm, and then he got a couple of hooks. Now, here's where the story gets a little murky. Uh, J.J. Julian Armas, who now wanted to be an actor, got a contract with 20th Century Fox in Hollywood from 1949 to 1955. Okay. Okay. JJ claims he appeared in 39 movies and 28 television shows. Mm. To the best of everyone's ability, they can only find one episode of Hawaii Five-0 <laughs> that he was in. Okay, so he's already perhaps stretching the story a little bit. <laughs> sure. Now he was in interest. He was in demand because of the hooks. He oh, was yeah. able to play, you know, criminals or guys with hooks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, guys with hooks. If you so want a, a, a guy, guy with hooks, that's the dude. You go to JJ. Sure. And uh, things didn't work out as an actor. So he ended up getting a degree in criminology in California before returning to his home in El Paso. And he opens up his own private detective agency. Now, he calls himself the greatest private investigator in the world. (laughs) And no one has bothered ever to check out this claim. (laughs) JJ says he's never not solved a case. Well, I mean, that could be true. It could be. However, I find it dubious at best, but let's take him at his word. And every case he's ever accepted, he's solved. Okay. Now he made his big mark because Marlon Brando, believing the hype, Mm -hmm. reached out to him when his son Christian was kidnapped. Oh my God. And to his credit, JJ Arms did hunt down Christian and find the kid in Mexico, as well as the kidnappers, and also discovered a plot from Brando's ex-wife who paid the kidnappers to take Christian away oh from Marlon God. Brando. Very convoluted. Yeah. Here's a little bit of J.J. telling
2: his story. The most famous actor in the world called me from um, Paris.
3: Arms was hired by actor Marlon Brando back in the 70s to find Brando's missing son, Christian.
2: He says, my son has been kidnapped. And he says, uh, uh <laughs> got the FBI on it. They have not found
0: him. Now, he cracks the case. Okay. But more importantly, this gets international press. Oh, sure, sure. So he parlays this into creating J.J. Arms, the James Bond character he always wanted to play in movies. (laughs) He expands his operations. Okay. But more importantly, he invests in a fleet of expensive vehicles, all super... Uh, set up for his hooks so he can drive right hookmobile, uh, no, hookmobile. sure uh, all kinds of high-tech gadgets he gets himself a new arm that has a gun built into the arm and the trigger is connected to his bicep so when he flexes his <laughs> bicep he can shoot a bullet out of his arm That seems dangerous Well, he said it was fail-safe. He said only he was the only one who could operate it. He had to do a certain thing in order to get it to work. Yeah, be like a
1: weird muscle spasm, boom. Well, he's J.J. Arms. (sighs) You don't know.
0: Okay. And so he parlays this into this fantastic image of the world's greatest investigator. Okay. Then he writes his autobiography, which in the early 70s was a massive hit, but has since been debunked considerably. (laughs) Talking about his 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 work overseas with secret agents and stuff. I mean, this guy really really, embellished. He really creates himself a legend. Okay, it's a big hit. He's all over the press. He's all over television, and that's when Ideal Toys says, "This is our opportunity." To go up against G.I. Joe and and Big Jim and all the action figures of the day. We're gonna find this real guy. Wow. And it's 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 built in accessories. Yeah. Cause you can snap on and snap off all his trick arms. Of course. How great is that? It's amazing. I'd buy it. Nineteen seventy six. All the kids wanted this for Christmas.
2: Now, you can play World's Greatest Investigator with J.J. Arms, the action figure with interchangeable hands. For today's mission, pretend to find the missing atomic warhead. Changing to suction cups, you can make JJ scale an abandoned shed. Using hooks, J.J. slides down, hot on the trail. Now, quickly switching to J.J.'s magnetic hand, you recover the missing warhead. J.J. Arms comes with everything you see from Ideal. Everything you see, except hands.
0: Except hands. No That's hands. right. And so for a brief moment in the 1970s, he was an actual superhero. That's amazing. And then his uh, star uh, waned and he's lost some luster. And he recently had to sell his $3 million compound there in El Paso. Wow. Because uh, apparently times are tough. But he's still with us at 91. J.J. Arms. My God. Still has us hooked. Well, he...
1: (laughs) Dick. Such a dick. Such a dick.
0: And I had J.J. Arms as a kid. Did you have a J.J. Arms? Of course
1: I had J.J. Arms. I didn't arms. have a J.J. Arms.
0: Well, it was 76. It was yeah. pre-year. Pre I, your, was, I your, was two your, years old. Yeah, it wasn't your sweet spot for Sick. action figures. Really. But at 11 years old, I was all about the J.J. Uh, arms. I, I, I would have had one. At had a
1: cup arms. You can oh, and climb up the window. Yeah. For sure. So cool.
0: I bet. So J.J. Uh, arms is a real deal for those who reached out and said, what the hell are you talking about? I had about? no idea
1: what you were talking about.
0: Well, now you know. Now J.J. Arms greatest no-handed detective in history he should probably change that from the world's greatest investigator to the world's greatest handless investigator that way no one could for sure that's his rebuff that Mm. for sure so there you go boys and girls that's the story of jj arms now let's turn our attention to garmy members near and far we love it when you reach out to us hey you got something to say well we got a place where you can say it the ralph report hotline 24 hours a day seven days a week it's available to you all you gotta do is dial up the number, one eight three three. Hello! There you go. Then after the beep, leave your voicemail. Anything that's on your mind, we'd love to hear about it. And hear about it, I will, because I listen to every single voicemail message. I grab a handful of them, and they go here, in a segment we lovingly call Garmy on the Line.
2: The telephone is ringing, The Garmy's on the line.
0: What if I start calling myself the world's greatest podcaster?
1: Who's going to rebuff you?
0: You can't really quantify that.
1: No, I won't say
0: it's the most listened to podcast in the world or the most successful podcast. You're just the greatest. The greatest. I'm the world's greatest podcaster. Who? How do you measure that? You can't. Just say it. So I'm just going to start saying. You just it. put it out there, Ralph Garman, the
1: world's greatest podcast, the world's greatest co-host.
0: That's right. You <laughs> can't, can't deny re- it. Can't really
1: prove otherwise. How do you not prove it? You should get your arms taken off. I will the greatest armless <laughs> co-host. <be> awesome. <laughs> I don't think I need to to make the stand. No, I could just but think say how, the greatest. Think how much press we would get if my co-host only had hooks. Well, especially if he self-amputated <laughs> for no reason. That would get. A, that would have to be a big story. That would have to be.
0: Guy takes off two perfectly good hands just to have hooks for a podcast. Now that would get us some attention. Absolutely. Forget the world record. Right. You willingly getting your arms taken off. That would just so now. So I could
1: co-host a podcast.
0: That would generate some press for sure. See Joe Rogan do that. Right. Right um anyway <laughs> this weekend eddie pence and myself and our hands will, all be, four hands will be, be in las vegas nevada for GarmiCon 2023 for those who are attending thank you so much for making the plans to be there but you won't just meet us uh the lovely mrs pence is going to be on sure, hand. sure queen jay will be there in all her finery and you're going to meet some of the regulars from uh, the garmi that you may have heard of but never actually met before Let's say, oh, I just wanted to meet that Bridget from Long Island lady. Is she going to be there?
3: Yo, I can't fucking wait for this fucking weekend. I've been looking forward to it for fucking ages. It's going to be fucking awesome. Now, Eddie, you have to fucking do karaoke, and I'll give you this one. (laughs) My voice is nearly as fucking good as yours, so I think we should do a fucking duet and just blow the house down. Sweet. But anyway, yes, the place holds around 100 fucking people. We were there for Ian's wedding last year. It's going to be fucking awesome. We'll have so much fun. Um, It's going to be fucking great. Can't wait to fucking see everybody. LMFB.
0: There you go. Mm. You and Bridget doing a duet. That'd be amazing. Islands in the stream, <laughs> perhaps.
1: <laughs> perhaps.
0: Uh, what else? Perhaps. Could, what, what else? What could, else is a good duet? What's a good male-female duet. Um, uh, uh, lift Us Up Where We Belong. Oh, love Lift
1: Us Up Where We Belong. Time sure. of Our Life sure. from
0: uh, Dirty Dancing. Sure. So many options.
1: Sure. Looking forward to It'll it. be amazing.
0: Speaking of regular members of the Garmy who check in from time
3: to time. Ralph Garman, John Cooperman. Hey, I just want to wish you and the whole crew there, you and Eddie and Queen Jay, a happy anniversary. What? Happy anniversary, Ralph. What? Happy anniversary. One year ago, today, October 17th, You had the highest rated Ralph report show ever because yours truly took a part of that podcast. You're welcome. You're welcome. Um, I'm waiting for the invite back. Um, You know, no rush, no rush. I'm here if you need me, Okay. you know, shatter glass if needed, you know, (laughs) right here. So don't worry about it. Anyway, happy anniversary. And uh, I'm thinking of writing. Writing a book about my, oh my God. one one day experience with Ralph Garmin. <laughs> so uh, yeah, we can look forward to that. Anyway, have a wonderful show today, Ralph. Thank and you, John. uh what's up, Eddie? Hey. Hi, Queen Jay. And uh lick my balls. Of course. Highest rated show ever. All right. Bye bye. Okay.
0: Koopman is the J.J. Arms of podcast <laughs> guests. Just keeps embellishing his legend. I mean,
3: there's
1: no way to quantify that's the he highest. He should start calling rated. it the
0: greatest podcast episode of all time. He could because we don't really follow ratings here in the podcast game so much. Now that I've paid up a bet, the guy from the Jets, the Jets fan, reached out to me and uh, said, hey, I told you, now I got to send him some merch because it was a little wait. Now people are, all kinds of people are coming out of the woodwork trying to bet me all kinds of things.
3: Ralph, it's Todsky, your old uh, buddy from the Great White North. Listen, football is uh, great and fun and all, but let's talk about a real sport, hockey. All right. We got... Your Philadelphia Flyers versus my Vancouver Canucks on Tuesday. Yep. Let's make a bet. All right. Love you. Mean it. Bye.
0: Yeah. Later on today, the Flyers play the uh, Canucks. Sure. How are your Flyers looking this year? Here's the thing I have no idea what this team looks like because they pretty much blew it up last year. Yeah. And I have no idea. I don't know any of the players anymore. I don't know what the hell's going on. It was gonna take me this season to kind of reintroduce myself right. to the Flyers. So how do I know whether it's a good bet or not? You don't. I don't. It's just a blind bet. So it's what like, do I do? I, just 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 take a flyer, just just no pun intended. Just uh just go in there with faith and just well, I, hope they something I, happens. I
1: bet a pie to the face on a team that I didn't think my team I don't think has a shot of winning the division this year. I thought maybe a wild card at best. Yeah. And we know your team is favored to win a division. Right. So what kind of bet as that i know i'm not gonna win that bet yeah well so should i be as dumb as you that's oh is that's the, i guess that's
0: the question Ugh. i don't know all right all right Totsky. i'll wager you i'll wager you some Garmy merch that uh the flyers beat up on your canucks here's the thing about hockey a- anything can happen right. it can go
1: anyway right. every game yeah so it's it's a, like a coin flip basically
0: what <laughs> is it what do i get if the flyers I don't win know? Though?
1: Just, and you're not going to be able to find out by the time the game's
0: played. Yeah. All right. I'll, I'll get something. Think of something, Todski, that you give me in case my flyers. Of matter. equal or greater value. Yes, equal or greater value. Do you have a, you have a mug? Do <laughs> you have your own mug you can send me? <laughs> <sighs> All right. And you know, we play upbeat music for you every episode to make your day a little bit brighter. We call those our happy hits. We've been doing covers exclusively now for months. Yeah. This may be the greatest idea anyone's had yet.
3: Hey Ralph, yo Eddie, hi Green Jay, your Steve, this is Evan, two star in Jersey. I just listened to today's uh, episode. You played the uh, Tom Jones Cardigan's cover of Burning Down the House, and my God, so good! Right. I was wondering. I know we've done a bunch of Tom Jones covers, but every time you play a cover by Tom Jones, A. I've never heard of it before, and B. I'm always surprised at just how good it is. Because I've never really got into Tom Jones until you start playing it. Can we do like just a week of Tom Jones covers? That's what we can do. Is it awesome? I think it'd be pretty great. Uh-oh. All right, L&B.
1: <laughs> you really do need some fiber. Uh-oh. Come. Uh-oh. Can
0: we? Can we? A week of all Tom Ooh, Jones
1: covers. That, that sounds good.
0: Now you're talking. Mm. So let's kick things off with the granddaddy of them all. My favorite Tom Jones cover by all stretches of the imagination. Sure. The world's greatest Tom Jones cover, cover. This one. Prove me wrong. It's him doing Prince's Kiss with Art of Noise. Mm. Here's Tom Jones.
2: You don't have to be beautiful. To turn me on I just need your body, baby From dusk till dawn You don't need experience To turn me out You just leave it all up to me I'll show you what it's all about If you want to impress me Uh, You can't be too flirty, mama I know how to undress me Let me be your fantasy And maybe you could be mine You just leave it all up to me We can have a good time
0: gets me in a Vegas <laughs> mood. What are the odds Tom's going to be playing in Vegas while we're there? Probably 100%. No, he's busy now. He's is he in busy U- now? He's in the UK. He's one of the hosts and judges oh, is of he? uh um The Voice, I think, oh, in the he? UK. Oh, okay. So he's living over there. Uh-huh. Thanks to everybody who called in. You too can be featured in the Garmie on the line segment, but it can't happen unless you call me. Are right, you ready to twist your tongue? Oh, yeah. Let's do it. Are you ready, steady Eddie? Because there's going to be so many words you cannot
2: say over, over, and again. So, take a breath, prepare yourself the best you possibly can be for Tiddly Tongue, Mr. Tuesday.
3: Howdy, y'all. Um... It's kind of weird the circumstances under which I heard this phrase, or rather it happened in my brain. It mm-hmm. was from a picture. But I thought that the phrase red leather Hello Kitty pillow would be a nice tongue twister Tuesday. All right. Red leather Hello Kitty pillow. All right.
2: hello me.
0: All right. <laughs> You are terrifying, sir. A very first of all, scary
1: person. But
0: secondly, this could be a challenge. Well, five
1: words—that's a long tongue twister. Yeah, but they kind of flow. Yeah, red leather. Yeah, hello kitty pillow. <laughs> See how they flow right so, out of my mouth? So smooth, like waterfall.
0: Yeah, and we're not used. We're not reading these anymore. No, no we're not They're coming out of our brains, <laughs> which I think may be part of the problem. <laughs> red leather hello kitty pillow. Pillow. Come
1: on, how hard could how, that be? We'll find out.
0: Three times in a row, speed is of the essence. Here we go. Red leather, yellow. Ki- mm. No, not good. Red leather, Hello Kitty pillow. Red leather, yellow kitty. What? <laughs>
1: it's the starting and stopping. Yeah. You can't yeah. get into the flow. No, it's hard. Red leather, Hello Kitty pillow. Red leather, yellow. Mm. Yellow.
0: Yellow kitty. Red leather. <laughs> Stop it. Red leather. <laughs> Red leather, hello kitty pillow, red leather, hello kitty pillow, red leather, hello kitty pillow. Yeah, oh, there, we we go. Go.
1: Yeah, nice. there we go, there we go. All right. <laughs> red leather, yellow kitty pillow. Yellow yellow, yellow, right, yellow. yellow. right out of, right out of the gate. <laughs> red leather, hello kitty pillow, red leather, hello kitty pillow, red leather, <laughs> hello kitty pillow. Other than the fact that you pronounce pillow as pillow, but you always have.
0: But I always have. I can't really take points off for that. And uh, you you cleaned up. That was strong. Pillow. pillow. Well done. Pillow. Yeah. pillow. Pillow. That's how we say it. It's not how we, anybody we how says we, it. it.
1: How do you know? Can you prove it? It's, the greatest, it's not quantifiable. The
0: greatest pronunciation of pillow,
1: pillow. in the world. Pillow.
0: And that's it for today. It's Tongue Twister Tuesday.
2: Tongue Twister.
0: Why not subscribe? Go to patreon.com slash the Ralph report. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash the Ralph report. Subscribe today so you don't miss a thing. Everyone now, please turn your eyes to the giant calendar that hangs here on the Batcave wall. The reason we have so much wall space taken up by a calendar. Is because every day of the calendar year has multiple holidays associated with it. We got to fit them all into each day of the year. Sure. However, we don't think all of them are deserving of celebration. So we do a public service here on the Ralph Report of breaking them down into what we call holidays and holidays.
2: Holiday or holiday? Please tell me what we celebrate, Ralph Garman.
0: Well, here's something for Eddie's people, hmm. all you people out what? there. It's National Edge Day, everyone. Ooh, happy edge. happy National Edge Day. What's Edge Day? It's the celebration of the Straight Edge Oh, Straight movement. Edge. Eddie straight Pence. Edge.
1: Nice. People like
0: Eddie Pence, teens and young adults who have pledged to leave a clean lifestyle. <laughs> no alcohol, no tobacco, no recreational drugs of any kind. That's right. They're Straight Edge, straight man. Straight Edge, man. <laughs> Gives them an excuse. To feel better than the rest of us absolutely by being all straight edge to look down on all of you many of the straight edgers also abstain from recreational sex and unhealthy food choices no not me no that's that's one thing you haven't yeah signed off on you're not
1: the poster child for the edgers i'm not Why well, do caffeine too i don't think that i don't think they do i don't know if they do caffeine or not i think they do do they yeah that's a drug yeah, but it's it's uh, it's
0: not really as and sugar. detrimental. And sugar. Sugar and caffeine. Sugar's bad for you. They're it. all bad. Yeah. So. But the Straight Edge kids are uh, celebrating on this day how cool they are, they're man. They're cool. They're so cool. This apparently uh, was launched in Boston, Massachusetts. Oh, yeah? Edgefest was originally how it started. Uh, Straight Edge, a subculture of the hardcore punk scene, believe it or not. Oh. It was their way of standing out from the punks by looking at the other punks who were just drinking and getting loaded right doing smack chasing the white dragon right and they said not us we're going to be we're going to outpunk the punks we're gonna, by being anti-punk punks we're going to
1: counter their counterculture that's right yeah
0: so all you straight edgers out there good on you <clears throat> enjoy it fucking
1: life well, it's not a fucking life what it's a, f- a
0: life not a fucking life you're goddamn right oh
1: my god
0: Today's also National Pharmacy Technician Day. There we go. From no drugs to all drugs. We got
1: in trouble one time for making fun of this.
0: Program. I know. And so we're going to correct ourselves right now <laughs> by saying the pharmacy technicians are the greatest. world's greatest profession <laughs> behind the counter of a pharmacy. Right. And you guys are wonderful and you do all the work and... Uh, Salute to your important job you do. The the, ph- the pharm- pharmacicians. Pharmaticians. Pharmacists. Pharmacists. They're uh, they're nothing without no, you guys. They
1: can't even button their trousers without you guys. <laughs> There's
0: A lot of pharmacists just walking around with their trousers around their, their wang's ankles,
1: hanging out, and their vaginas flapping around. So we thank you for all your
0: hard work for fulfilling our prescriptions, for uh, g- connecting us with our doctors' offices right. when we need refills, putting those
1: pills in the bottle, oh, that counting, you counter. gotta count
0: pills. Right. We thank you for all the things that Absolutely. you do, and we celebrate you. And we can't say enough wonderful things about you. And I don't know what more you need. <laughs> Today's also the Pro-Life of Silent Solidarity Day. What's that mean? Pro-Life Day of Silent Solidarity. I don't know what that means. This is where young people around the world band together to make a stand for their pro-life choices. Yeah. And they, they, they were trying to overturn the uh, abortion rights of women everywhere and they choose to do so by taking a vow of silence on this day. I wish they'd say quiet all the time. <laughs> the Silent Solidarity Day. Some of them even wear red duct tape across their mouths oh, so do they that. can't speak. Leave that on for all year. Imagine It'd just a day where they shut the fuck up. Oh my god, It'd be amazing. I'm definitely celebrating this day. <laughs> can we make it? Can we make it a month? Please. I mean, look. Again, we, we try to shy away from political things on this show. But this is one of those things where if you're against abortion, fine. Don't get one. That's your choice. Don't get one. You absolutely should not get one. However, if other people make a a different medical decision with their bodies, they have the rights to do that too. Absolutely. When do we start just everybody has to tell everybody how to live their life? It's madness. Today's also National Mulligan Day. Take a mulligan on this day. Uh, Get a do-over. I need several. Get your second chance. Mulligan, of course, is golf speak for a second chance. Uh, I don't know why they do that in the game. It's weird. usually have, what, one mulligan? Yeah, I guess. I don't know what the actual rules are. Uh, Apparently, the name derives from a Canadian golfer named, as you can imagine, David Mulligan, who was the one-time manager of the Waldorf Astoria Hotel in New York City. Hmm. He played a lot of golf in the 1920s and uh it must he, have been shitty if he, he do over all the time can i get a can i just drop this ball here oh, fuck and they just i just named it the mulligan all right mulligan <laughs> guess he's taking another mulligan so on this day take advantage of this and uh take a take a do-over done not necessarily in golf but anything in your life that you want to do just do over mm. okay Imagine if some people out there in unhappy marriages are like, all right. I'm taking a mulligan. I'm taking a mulligan on this marriage. Can we just... uh... I don't think that would
1: be easy to do. No, you really can't. Kind of have to live with your choices. I agree.
0: Today's also Wear Something Gaudy Day.
1: Gaudy? Yeah. Eddie Pence does this every
0: day. What? what? He's got some cheesy print tee on. I like my graphic t-shirts. Yeah, I know you do. You have the same you. black shirt on all the time. It's a classic button-up. It's a classic black button-up Black up button-up collared okay. shirt. you it have is, your look. I have it mine. It is a, it's a clean, lean, fighting machine. For what reason? Of fabric. I wear stuff
1: that makes you happy.
0: Doesn't make me happy.
1: <laughs> why are you saying it makes <laughs> me happy? Your shirt doesn't. I don't know the, why you put it on. No, you said you wear shirts that no. make me happy. No, I say you wear, your, you wear what makes you happy. Yeah. I wear my shirts. These shirts make me happy. All
0: right. You should uh, you should wear something day glow on this day something wacky no, insane. Don't. Wear your big hat. You never wear your big hat anymore. I, I wear the big hat. Wear something gaudy. Day comes from Three's Company. It was invented by Larry Dallas, huh. who of course was the best friend of Jack Tripper yeah. on that show, played by Richard Klein. And uh, he said, uh, "Wear something gaudy." Day is a way to celebrate outlandish fashion, which he believed brought all the ladies to his yard. I don't know if that happened or not. <laughs> That he was, was a player in the he show. was he used to go down to the regal beagle yeah. and pick up all kinds of ladies so wear something nutty today if you're so inclined it doesn't bother me it's national payback a friend day in-depth study has shown that about 53 percent of friends who loan money to other friends don't get that money back Ooh. more than half of the friends who get lent money by other friends don't bother repaying that money.
1: How could you live that way? i I couldn't if I if I loan if I took money from someone I would I could not not give it back. I'm shocked it's over fifty percent. I would assume
0: a certain percentage of people Well, there's
1: always a certain amount of people either forget or perhaps just
0: decline to pay someone back. Well, but more than
1: half of the people well, what's awful is the guy who loaned the money going, well, should I ask for it? Yeah, you're- Like, a do- that's the worst part. Yeah, lo-
0: lending money to a friend is a sure way to kill a friendship. Uh, so anyway, if, you've, if you borrowed money from a friend on this day, pay it back. Yeah. It says uh, there's ways to pay friends back. If you can't do it financially, think of some way, uh, some other way to pay them back. Yeah, fellatio. No. Services. Fellatio. No. Babysitting, dog sitting, house cleaning, house painting. Right. Or work it off.
1: Work off your oh, debt. Just be an indentured servant. Yes, for twenty bucks. Whatever it is, that's worth an hour's work. Why don't you go clean my garage, and then we'll be even. Why would I? What? Because
0: yeah, you, you got to pay me back.
1: How Eddie. do I? What do I got to pay you back for? I don't for? know, but I'm sure there's some money they don't somewhere. They do owe you any money. Probably over the course of the past five years, you no! must have taken. some. I don't take from money me. from
0: you. I don't keep track, but I'm betting you do. No way. So just pay it back. I'll clean your garage. I bet you will. <laughs> it's also national speaking of cleaning what oh my god it gives me a boner oh does it yes (laughs) okay national clean your virtual desktop day oh oh my god nothing feels better than going through the desktop computer that is the nerve center of the ralph report and just start slashing and burning that thing
1: probably gets pretty cluttered pretty quick right really quickly
0: and I save all kinds of sound drops and documents and audio clips and video Is clips it well
1: organized so you know where to go to get the, the stuff? For the most part, everything's in a file. But then there gets to be 50
0: different files floating around oh, on the desktop. Then I'm not even sure what's in what. Mm-hmm. And I got personal pictures in there and stuff. <laughs> I didn't mean to sound as dirty as what? I thought. You know, like not, not show-related stuff. Uh, I also have stuff on that computer. Sure, sure. And it all gets to be a mishmash. So on October 17th, they 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 inspire you to go onto your computer and clean up your desktop. It's a and bunch st- of shit in the recycle Start bin. slashing and burning. Mm. Oh, I can't wait to do it. Oh, well, do it. I can't. I got a show to do. But eventually, I will get to that today. All right, you know what we do at this point? We find a holiday related to a food, and we run it past Daddy Pence, seeing if it's something that he'd be willing to eat. Or maybe just, we didn't even think about this. But yesterday's eel on Munchin' Monday, you could yeah. you could have put it up your ass. Oh, and the no. eel's a perfect thing to go up your ass. smelled so bad uh, as opposed to now where it's a barrel full of roses it is uh,
1: anyway i don't know what i enema with
0: would he eat it or would he stick it up his butt and pull it out mm. only one way to know we talk about the food related holiday and we run it past daddy pence then we pull the handle of the patented Eddie Pence jackpot slot machine. Those reels go round and round, and when they stop... Jackpot. If they line up just like that, Eddie Pence will indeed eat the food. If they're
2: mismatched... He's not going to go no.
0: for it. I got a good feeling about today. Pretty generic stuff. Okay. Today's National Pasta Day. Pasta. Or pasta. Pasta. As they say in some parts of the world. Pasta. Noodles from all over the world. Pasta is a type of traditional Italian... Noodle, sure. First reference to pasta dates back to 1154 mm. in Sicily.
1: Okay,
0: first time it shows up in English written anywhere is 1874. So the Italians had it for oh, centuries it it for a while before uh, folks uh, heard about it over here or on the continent, as they say. There are many different kinds of pastas. There are they're available in Italy both uh, savory and also in dessert dishes, and most importantly, in my opinion. Many sizes and shapes. Mm. And a lot of those sizes and shapes, everyone thinks it's all the same. Oh, right. just, uh, you know, just whatever is appeals to you visually. Sure. Every pasta shape and size has a reason. Okay. It depends usually on what sauce it's being paired with.
2: Hmm.
0: Linguini, for example, Right. Uh, uses lighter, thinner sauces to avoid breaking the noodles because they're, uh, they're, they're. It's the thin, thinner. flat ones, right? Right, exactly. Um, uh fettuccine which is shaped similarly is less delicate because it's fatter so it carries heavier sauces it's it's like alfredo sauce, and yeah, stuff yeah. yeah sure so uh, there's so many different kinds of pasta over 310 specific kinds of
1: pasta that's too many
0: and more importantly they have over 1300 names right no
1: depending on what part of the country of italy you're in we need like six
0: for Let's example down to six cavatelli is known by 28 different names depending on the region and town you're in in Italy. Okay. 28 different names for cavatelli. That's dumb. Cavatelli is the what is literally translated into little hollows. Those are the small pasta shells that get uh, so shells. bent in on each other. Shells. They look like, like miniature hot dog buns. They're kind
1: of bent over and they're hollows. Oh, yeah, the they're, they're like tubes, but they're folded over. No, they're like shells. Oh, it is a shell. Yes. Because they have the one that is a little longer and it's sort of rolled up.
0: Yeah, no, this is uh this is the, the shell-shaped one. Okay. Usually you serve it with garlic and broccoli or rapini or broccoli rob, a tomato sauce. So that's today's food. Cavatelli
1: pasta. So just shells.
0: Shells, pasta, shell pasta shells. Shell pasta. Plain? No, not plain. We're gonna put it with some broccoli rob. We're What's gonna broccoli rob. It's like little tiny broccoli trees. Broccoli so rabe, just like Italian broccoli. So it's just broccoli and shells? No, we're gonna add a, a hearty ragu on there as well—a nice tomato sauce to, to go with it to pull the whole thing why together. Why is
1: broccoli in there? Cause it's it's the dish. I don't understand why there's broccoli. Because in it. it's good for you and it's tasty. Is it like on a side plate or no, is it mixed? You mix in? it
3: together with the pasta. That makes that's
1: weird. It's traditionally
0: served that way. Very popular garlic broccoli or rapini broccoli rub with mixed with tomato sauce. That's the most common way they serve. Cavatelli. It's like a meat sauce, or is
1: it tomato sauce? It's just tomato sauce. Did I say? Not like a bolognese.
0: Did I didn't say bolognese? Mm. I didn't say meat sauce. Just a hearty tomato ragu, as they call it. I put a bolognese? No bolognese. You're eating it the way it comes. Eddie Pence, is that something he's going to eat? Only one way to find out. Here we go. One cavatelli, two cavatelli.
2: A prostitute for uh, you, pasta Eddie. With, It's a cannoli. It's your uncircumcised you, penis. You want a
1: cannoli? Yeah, yeah, it looks like a cannoli. Yes. Yeah, even with the chocolate chips.
2: Cream-filled and it's Ugh. got a crusty. Heart. It
1: is definitely crusty. You need to bathe. You really This is
2: for dessert after a your cavatelli. I don't know. Eat the cream from not, my and
1: that, That's not again a cannoli or. Take the or gun, cream. leave
2: the cannoli. No, take the cannoli, leave the gun. Ooh, and please Eddie just. And I are gonna have
1: go take a bath. A
2: romantic no, dinner. No, we're not. We
1: will not Like
2: have. Lady in the trash. No,
1: we'll ooh. Two nope. pieces of
2: spaghetti in our mouths, nope. and they call it bella notte. Please go away. Go go away. I miss you.
1: I don't. Miss you. You guys were meant to be oh, together. So gross. Cavatelli, yeah. That looks infected.
0: No. With the cavatelli? No, his oh, cannoli. Oh, his cannoli? How can you tell? There's a lot going on down it's there. So I, much going on. I couldn't on. focus. Well, Eddie Pence eating something.
1: I get it. It's tomato sauce and yeah, broccoli and, and pasta. pasta.
0: Oh, you can't go Jeez. wrong. Why do you have a problem with broccoli, by the way? It's just is weird a mixed in.
1: I, liked it. I like broccoli on the side. I've never had it inside the pasta with... Uh, no, Sauce? You got to mix it all together. Why you got to right? mix it all together? That's how not you a live life. Not a mixer. Live life to the fullest. I'm a separator.
0: And that's it for today's holiday or
3: holiday.
0: All righty, now it's time to take a look at all the entertainment news with a segment I call the Showbiz Beat. You know, a lot of people, now that the WGA strike has been settled, are kind of
1: forgetting there's still a strike going on, it seems Yeah. You get a lot less press for some reason regarding the SAG after strike. Yeah, I know, because the SAG people really stood in solidarity with the WGA right. Very much so. It's just kind of weird. However, the WGA is returning the favor. In
0: fact, the WGA, the DGA, and other production unions are demanding that the AMPTP, which is the Producers Association, resumed negotiations with SAG-AFTRA immediately. They released a joint statement yesterday saying that this needs to be settled in absolutely immediately. Yeah, it because does. Because it still has shut down Hollywood. Just because the writers are back, they can get paid because they're writing. But what happens when the writing's
1: done and you have to start producing stuff? Right. You need yourself some actors. I mean, uh, some shows have come back, but like, literally, film and television is at a standstill right now. And that ripple effect means all the guys who do the lighting, all the carpenters, all the other people, there are
0: still out of a job. And what uh, this statement says, and I think rightly so, is that SAG really is only asking for the same meaningful moves at the negotiation table that the WGA was asking for. More or less, it's they're looking for the same deal. And the producers walked away from the tables last week, and they haven't responded, and they n- haven't returned to the tables. Seems productive. So production unions, labor unions around Hollywood, are demanding that the A.M.P.T.P. get back to the table. Now, what does that demand mean? Not much, really, because they're they're this they, they already have contracts, yeah. and the W.J. is just ratified there, so they don't really have any. There's no leverage clout, there. Yeah. No leverage, as Eddie said. So it's uh, it's uh, I guess just social political press pressure? Yeah, I guess it's just more of a, you know, look, better to say something than nothing,
1: I, I guess. I guess it just sucks.
0: Tommy Lee, you remember him, Motley Crue's drummer Tommy Lee? I've heard of him. With the big wang? Sure. He did an interview recently where he was talking about his uh, bad old days as a young man and how much he used to drink in his heyday. Hmm. Now, Tommy claims to be sober these days. I know as recently as 2019, he had an incident with alcohol. Mm -hmm. Alcohol Alcohol-related, but some people fall off the wagon. Doesn't mean they can't get back on. But in his prime, when he was really partying, Tommy Lee claims that he drank two gallons of vodka a day. Oh, my God. It's a wonder he's alive. Two gallons of vodka a day. That's awful. First of all, it is a miracle that he's alive yeah secondly how can you function i can see the beginning of gallon one you can get some <laughs> stuff done but towards the tail end of gallon two you're done what's, what's going on in your life what decisions are you making and what what are you what actions are you engaging how does in? your liver process all of that well that's the other miracle he said at the at the time his liver was on crutches, as he says, just barely functioning. Ugh. But now he says doctors have checked him inside and out and they've given him a clean bill of health. Well, your vodka, your vodka, your liver will recover. <laughs> yes, it will heal. Uh, but the rest of your body, I don't know how it happened. My God. I guess he's just got one of those genetic makeups that uh, is forgiving of punishment. That's crazy. But that Two is gallons of that's vodka. shocking, even to a... Uh, drinking aficionado (laughs) as myself. Like yourself? Like myself. In your heyday, how much were you putting back? Not even. A gallon? Not even. (laughs) Here's the thing. I never got up in the morning and started drinking. (laughs) I've never been that guy. So maybe when I went out uh, a couple times a week, maybe. fifth? Maybe. Mm. Like on my worst, like (laughs) one-off. like uh, one time in a month at a
1: party. Right, or but something. not like day after day after day after no, day. No, it'd be
0: like, you know, a couple beers and a couple shots, you know, would be that would be the worst
1: of it. That's two gallons. That's crazy. insane.
0: And speaking of legendary partyers, Michael Caine, one of the uh, young hellraisers of British cinema along with greats like uh, uh, Richard Burton and mm-hmm. Peter O'Toole. Oh, I would like to party with those guys in their prime. <laughs> Albert Finney. He sadly announced a few days ago, after 160 movies in a career that spans eight decades, he is calling it quits. He's retiring from acting. Hmm. He's 90 years old. He just uh, was in a film that was released earlier this month called The Great Escaper, which I haven't seen yet, but I'm dying to. He's getting amazing, amazing uh, critical response
1: to his performance. Well, he's always been great he's brilliant he's always great and even that's when why, he's in
0: bad movies he was always the best part of the bad that's movie. why it saddens me so to know that we've got his last film performance now yeah. the upside is there's 159 yes. others that you can check out if you're missing um uh, michael cain but it, it it just saddens me it's the end of a great career in this film he plays a, a man in a care facility an elderly care facility and he escapes from that facility to attend the 70, 70th anniversary of the D-Day landings in France. He wants to be there with his compatriots, Mm. and uh, by all accounts, it's a great, great film. But it's, when I saw those numbers, eight decades, 160 films. That's nuts. It's remarkable. He said he's not done creating yet. He wants to write. okay. He said he always wanted to be a writer. He kind of fell into acting. He said, there will be no more acting. I'm sorry. There will be no more acting, but there will be writing. He said he likes thing, the thing he likes about writing is to make movies, you have to get up at six or 30, 6.30 in the morning, learn your lines in the car, get there, work till 10 o'clock at night. With writing, you don't have to get out of bed. No. So at the schedule. age of 90, I guess he's he's earned a break. Still saddens me. They look at today's celebrity birthdays. All these birthdays born on... All these birthdays. Were All born. these
1: birthdays were born on this.
0: All day. these celebrities were born on this day, October seventeenth. Starting with Ziggy Marley, he's fifty-five.
2: Tomorrow, people, where is your best? Tomorrow, people, how long will you last? Tomorrow, people, where is your best? Tomorrow, people, how long will you last?
0: George went. Of course, Norm from Cheers. He is 75 years old today. Singer Gary Puckett of Gary Puckett and the Union Gap. I say this every time we reference him. One of the great voices in popular music. 81. Michael McKean is 76 years old today. If you had told me when I was watching Laverne and Shirley (laughs) that Lenny of Lenny and Squiggy would turn out to be one of the great actors of our generation who, like Michael Caine, is great in everything that he does. So good. I would have said, you are
1: high. (laughs) (laughs) But you never know. As You see a sitcom, you're like, oh, that's just that guy doing a character. But you don't realize what a genius he really is. Funny thing about acting.
0: Sometimes you see a performance, a guy in a great film or a great movie, or a great TV show, rather, and you go, this guy's genius yeah and then you see that same guy in other stuff and you're like no yeah. it was the right role and right. the right script and it just it was the perfect yeah. marriage of the two and then you see a guy like lenny from laverne and shirley and you go well he's just a goofball right
1: and then you see him in everything else you
0: like holy shit, the talent
1: that this yeah. guy not just acting has. comedically he's, he's a genius and musically yeah musically yeah
0: look at the thing of the songs he wrote for spinal Tap* and the the, the, uh, the, the folksman and all yeah. those other Mar- uh, Christopher Guest friends
1: and he never had such an ego where he wouldn't take small tiny roles he worked I- I- in everything it was great love him goddamn national treasure Wyclef jean is 54 today
2: high school she was the girl that made me do the hula hoop the religion just to get a pick up girl she's a ten high school she was the girl that made me do the hula hoop a religion just to get a Never thought that she would come and work for the president. This is George Washington. Where my money at? She
0: falls the call. Animator, writer, voice actor, Mike Judge is 61. Beavis and Butthead, of course. King of the Hill. Yep. I sell propane and propane accessories. Great show. 61 today. Chris Kirkpatrick of sync is 52. Don't Felicity Jones is 40, and Eminem celebrates his 51st today. You better that's it for today's Celebrity Birthdays. I'm Ralph Garman. I walk the showbiz beat. And now it's time, because it's Tuesday, to turn on the TV. Here we
3: go. You know what day it is. It's
1: TV Tunes Tuesday, Oh, I like that one.
0: This choice may be a little controversial, but I think it's worthy of exploration, okay?
3: Hey, Ralph, Yoho, Odie, Queen Jane. uh, Missy Steve, Mike and LA calling in. Hey, Ralph, I'm calling in with a uh, suggestion for a TV Tunes Tuesday. Uh, listening to your Saturday morning super special show talking about Saturday cartoons, you guys jogged a memory that I had long forgotten about. Um, and I'm talking about uh, the cartoon of Fat Albert. Now, I know who did the voices is kind of a piece of shit now, but still, that was a pretty, pretty big cartoon back in the day. So
0: there you go. I love you, mean it, bye. It's controversial because Bill Cosby, being a monster, yeah. has tainted all the work he's ever done that was good. Yeah. However, I do have to say that that cartoon, the Cosby kids and Fat Albert was a very positive influence on my childhood. Yes, it was. That show, unlike a lot of other Saturday morning cartoons, which was built just for entertainment, actually educated stuff, educated you on stuff as a kid. I remember one episode where the the Cosby kids went up against a racist in their neighborhood who was painting (laughs)
2: like Blacks
0: Go Home and stuff on walls and they made him look like an idiot. And I thought... I didn't think at the time, but in retrospect, that lesson stuck with me in, in many ways. So, yes, we're obviously admitting that Bill Cosby is garbage, but you can't deny that before we knew that, yeah. the work that he did had a positive impact on many of us, especially this show when we were kids. Ran from 1972 all the way to 1985. Originally, it was just a one-off special um, based on the stand-up work of Bill Cosby, where he talked about his childhood in Philadelphia. The stand-up special was on NBC, did very well for itself, and then Cosby wanted a series. But NBC said they weren't interested in putting that show on Saturday mornings because it was too educational. Hmm. It wasn't mindless enough. Yeah. It wasn't selling any toys. So he moved it to CBS. He worked with a company called Filmation and Fat Albert and the Cosby kids was born. A great lineup of characters, many of them voiced by Cosby, including Hey, 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 Bill himself voicing Fat Albert and um, Mushmouth. I always loved him. <laughs> hey Bamamba, why be you badooby dad? <laughs> anyway, the theme song many of us still remember to this day is the focus of today's TV Tunes Tuesday. Again, please don't uh, don't think of this as a celebration of Bill Cosby as a human being. Certainly that's not what we intend but perhaps it is a lovingly a loving look back to a time in our lives when television made a positive impact regardless of who was behind the cartoon here it is today's tv tune it's the fat albert theme <laughs>
2: Me and all the gang uh, Learning from each other While we do our thing nah, 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 gonna have a good time. It's Bill Cosby coming at you with music and fun And if you're not careful, you may learn something before it's done So let's get ready, okay? Hey, hey, hey!
0: Gonna Have a Good Time, composed by Ricky Sheldon and Edward Fournier, performed by Michael Gray, who's got the lead vocals on that. But interestingly enough, one of the background singers on that track, a young Kim Carnes, before she gave us Betty Davis's eyes. Wow. Uh, Kim Carnes was a professional backup singer, and she's uh, singing on the back of that track. Hmm. So there you go, today's TV tune on this TV tune Tuesday. Here we go. You know what day it
2: is. It's TV
0: Tunes Tuesday. Oh, I like that one. Thanks for hanging out with us, kids. You four-star generals will see you tonight at seven. Everybody else will talk to you tomorrow. But in order for you to rejoin us, you gotta take care of yourself. So please stay good in the hood.
2: Because Life is life.
0: And we want yours to be long, happy, and healthy. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Until we do, don't forget. I love you. I mean it. Bye.
1: Ha ha. So ha. I got it. Ha ha. Bye bye. Think a
2: better dance now. Bye, men. Fuck off.